1: You know what I mean? Where like you can come in maybe a little softer on on it with like, hey, you know what I like that you do? And eh, this. I, you know I, what I don't like? I think it's is called a
0: compliment things. sandwich. It's yeah. you, you have It's actually two compliments and then the, the thing in the middle. Boom. Yeah.
1: Do the compliment sandwich.
0: Yeah, so you start with a compliment. Hey, I love your big dick. But... But... Uh, I really have a hard time getting turned on if there's no foreplay. And what I mean by foreplay is I really like kissing, having my neck kissed, some um, um, touching all over uh, for a good like 10 to 15 minutes. And then tell them exactly what you want. I don't know if this
1: is what You're you want. You're literally describing what you like right now.
0: Yeah, well. I'm describing <laughs> what I like. But <laughs> well, Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo and this is Steve Green.
1: And aka The Crypto King, aka, Ace, AKA Iceman.
0: Oh, we're doing titles today.
1: So that's what's up
0: the game of thrones nope oh
1: it's just my na- just all my, my various nicknames
0: well that's what they do in game of thrones we can move on all right today we are answering some of your questions that you have submitted to us uh just a disclaimer we are not experts but you have solicited our advice foolishly and we will answer them to the best of our knowledge the height of our knowledge
1: yes we are not experts but i am an expert at cryptocurrencies
0: okay that's that's so. fair um, if you have a question that you would like to submit as well, uh, you can email us at any time. Podcast, podcast at Nikki dot Limo. That's Podcast at N I K K I dot L I M O. And we may or may not read your question. You give us full rights, though, just in a legal way. Facts. So you know, we oh. may or may not use your anonymous name.
1: Also, if you haven't had the chance, check out our Patreon. It helps out the show. It's what supports the show. And if you like the show. Uh, check out the Patreon.
0: Speaking of Patreon, we start with Patreon questions and we have a few today. A couple people didn't even uh, know that was one of the perks of their tiers um, until the last episode where we read uh, Florian's question and talked about Patreon tier. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So we have actually two Patreon questions. I'm going to start with this one because it says Patreon question and compliments. Oh, we love those compliments. You know, we're fueled by them. Hey Stephen Nikki, I put question in quotation marks because I lied. Evil face. I have no question, only compliments. All right, (laughs) this is all compliments. (laughs) My name is Jan, but I. But this is a Patreon, so. My name is Jan, but I prefer Jan Bear, cute face, and I'm 27 years old. I'll try my best to summarize everything, but I just have so many compliments, man. I want to thank you guys for getting me through my early 20s. I was severely depressed for most of the time, but watching the JK party, rest in peace, uh, Uh. episodes featuring you guys and your Tasty Tuesdays got me through it. Well, you didn't just get me through it. You've actually helped my life in so many ways, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it and how grateful I am to find your content. Here is a shortened list of cool things that happened thanks to you guys one I beat my depression I listened to your advice got therapy and on the right meds and I also watched tasty Tuesday when I needed to pick me up Nikki I think you're the coolest chick on this planet and I relate so hard to just wanting to do a good job and the tasty Tuesday man is pretty cool too Aw, you're so sweet for the that's king. awesome About fuck it. yeah good for you that I'm so that's happy so awesome. that you're in therapy and you and that you beat your depression that's so rad um Two, I learned how to love myself. Should They Don't Tell You is such an amazing podcast and you guys give amazing and helpful advice uh, through listening to your guys' own struggles with self-love and acceptance. I was able to build it in myself. That's so cool. That's awesome. I love this. Uh, Three, I met the man of my dreams. Watching the relationship dynamic between you guys showed me that I wanted what I wanted for myself, Two people that uh, bag hard on each other but also love hard on each other as well. I think it was Steve that talked on the podcast about how you shouldn't settle because your perfect person does exist somewhere out there. After I watched the episode where, Nikki, you talked about how you wrote down that you wanted a guy like Steve, I sat down and I thought about what I really wanted in a man and in a relationship, and I did the same. And sure enough, I met him last year. It was that feeling that you guys talked about, that undeniable connection that you've never felt with anyone else. And he asked me to move in with him after like four months of dating. Oh, my got the same. Snap. Yes, that's, yes, that feeling, uh, LOL. Cause I think, I mean, we know, uh, we both know this is something special. Not going to lie. Things haven't been easy, but he tries so hard. Like even going with me to therapy when things got rough. Thank you so much for sharing your love story because people need to know that real love exists and will come to you when you're open to it. And when you know your, what your heart truly wants. Yeah. Hell see, yeah. she said that things haven't been easy. And that's the thing is that like, it doesn't mean once you find that person, everything's just smooth fucking sailing. Like you can, but this undeniable core of it is like the thing that makes you know that you can work through and solve whatever things you're going through with each other.
1: This may maybe one, one of the worst analogies I've ever thought of, but it's almost like when you're digging out a swimming pool and like, you get it all, like you got to get all the, you know, the, 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 dirt. the dirt and you got to like smooth it out and shape it and form it into the pool that you want. Yeah. And then you can fill it with water.
0: That's a great analogy. I think
1: it's the worst analogy I've ever come And up you with have a, a sparkling
0: machine. swimming pool. You have to write sparkling in the description of and, the real estate.
1: Yeah. And you got to take care of it, right? You got to put chlorine in it. You got to yeah. have your filter on and all that stuff. But I think that the beginning part when you're just getting the pool done, it sounds like we're, by the way, me and Nick are getting a pool done. <laughs> we're not we aren't it's definitely not something on the tip of my head
0: (laughs) yeah that Um, was my next surprise maybe because
1: you just refilled the jacuzzi so it's that's in my head (laughs) yeah true but no but really it is like that where um you know one, you got to shape it you got to form it you got to get it right you got to seal it you know and once it's ready then you can enjoy it yeah and and then you and then you you have have that sparkling
0: pool forever and it's so relaxing relaxing you don't have to worry about it you don't have to worry about getting infections because you take care of the water ph you know
1: anyways i apologize for that analogy but yeah that, that, that's really the basic idea it. behind it please
0: don't apologize you can it. delete that can i own want. it can i take mark, credit for you it? Delete it mark uh, delete it and then i'm gonna say it and then i'll take credit for it that's fine it's like when you're digging out a swimming pool and um you have to like dig out all that gunk first and then you pour the concrete in and yeah you have to maintain it but like
1: I just, it I just don't think it works i
0: just don't Anyways, thank you guys so much. I went from a lonely, depressed, bad bed potato to a happy lady with a stable job and an amazing boyfriend. Honestly, if I could do it, I think anyone can with the right help, support, and therapy. Thank you guys so much. I truly hope that if you guys don't read this on your podcast that you'll at least read it to yourselves and know how thankful I am that amazing people like you guys exist. And I hope I can be as amazing with more work and therapy. Thank you for your time. And I hope you guys are well. And Steve, I hope you're drinking water.
1: I am right now. I'm drinking drinking water from a thermos.
0: Well, that was so, so sweet. That was so nice. I actually... By the way, if this is your first time listening, I don't read the questions beforehand. I just um, start with the ones that have Patreon in the title, and then uh, I just pick random ones. So I didn't know that was just going to be compliments. And then and that's really, really nice to hear. But it also is like... um, is like the whole point of why we started anyway yeah like is sure. is to not not because we're so amazing and so great but like to say hey you're not fucking you're not alone like you if you feel like a failure like so does so do people so do we so do so we've gone through similar things and here's how we got through it and maybe you can navigate your ship through the same way
1: that's the thing that yeah i always you know i wish more people knew that we everybody doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Like everybody's no figuring life out as like one day at a time. Yeah. Nobody has all the answers. And all we can do is just try to be as honest as possible and about that.
0: For everyone that thought they had the answers, uh, what did they do when the pandemic hit? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? Yeah, there's so many could things. You can think
0: that you know it all. And then, you know, something happens that's that you've never seen before. That's beyond your control. And you're like, oh shit. Like I really didn't know it all. But for most of us, I feel like oh, we don't know what the hell's going on.
1: So no, like, and, and but there's a beauty in that too, and yeah. embracing that and knowing that there's so much more to life than you even know. And, um, yeah, and but the honesty thing is very important. Yeah. I, I like that we're very honest about our lives. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think that, that that's what helped me whenever I was listening to people growing up. I always wanted people just to tell me how it was and yeah, not this bullshit. Not the fake veneer. stuff. Yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. Because then I have. Realistic expectations, whether they're higher or lower than what my expectations were, at least I can realistically go. That's what I want. It's attainable, and this is how they got it. (laughs) You know, I loved looking up to people like that. So that's that's so cool to hear that come full circle. And Um, life is
1: not a Disney movie. You know how everyone like says that. I call the time now. Everyone says that now.
0: Everyone says that, yeah.
1: But you can make it pretty damn close. And then so far, all I mean by that is you can f- you, you you can find your one true person and all that I kind of stuff. I can have a tiger? No, you cannot own tigers legally, but I wish that you could. Well, I like there's all kinds I like of land, laws and asshole politicians well, favorite, who won't let you.
0: My favorite Disney movie is Aladdin. Is it tiger. really? She has a tiger.
1: You know what the tiger's name is?
0: Raja. Why wouldn't I know the name? I don't know. Oh, it's I, my favorite Disney movie.
1: Sorry, dude. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Get out of here. I thought his
1: name was Roar. I really actually thought his name was Roar.
0: It's a her first of all and it's Raja.
1: Raja. I thought it was roar. Roar? Yeah, I thought it was roar the lion I really actually did.
0: It's a tiger, not a lion.
1: Oh right. I thought it was roar the You're lion. You're
0: so insulting all the way around. Damn. Just go watch the movie again okay, please. Okay, not If for nothing else then like Robin the monkey Williams. though, he's my favorite.
1: Abu. <laughs> call him by his name.
0: All right. Here's another Patreon question and I think this one actually is a question. So, hello, call me anything but my name. Okay. Roar.
1: Okay, hey, real the, quick. The
0: roar the lion. How
1: come the monkey didn't get to talk in that movie? But like literally every other animal gets to talk. The
0: tiger doesn't get to talk.
1: What are you talking about?
0: Only the parrot talks because didn't parrots roar talk?
1: talk. Roar talked a lot. <laughs> the parrot talked moving a hell of a lot. The parrot on. like monologue the whole movie, by the way.
0: Yeah, it was Gilbert Godfrey.
1: I just wish that we maybe got to hear here from the monkey's point of view.
0: Well, the tiger didn't talk either, so
1: I don't believe really, that's okay, true. Okay,
0: moving on. Okay. This is another Patreon question. Um so, hello, call me anything but my name. Um, I was in the middle of calling her Roar. We'll call her Roar the Lion. Or or him. I don't know. Okay, I just assumed it was girl, but I don't know. Uh, first of all, thank you for everything. You guys are one of the little bits of happiness I get in this depressing world. Oh, my God, that's so that's so, so bittersweet. And yeah. And nice. <laughs> it's very nice and also so sad. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, a little background that may be important. My boyfriend is Korean-born and raised in Korea, which is quite conservative when it comes to sex. He told me before, anything he knows about sex, he learned through porn or experience. Seems Uh-oh. to me the girls he's been with haven't been honest. Uh, throughout, the time, uh, throughout time together, sex has not been the best. So I brought it up a few times saying simple things like, I need foreplay, which he'll try. But by try, I mean stimulation for like five seconds. And then he thinks that's enough.
1: Wait, what? I, he'll
0: like stimulate her for like five seconds. And that's what thinks. like. He'll touch a nipple.
1: Holy shit!
0: I've now brought up how sex is not pleasurable for uh, me for a few times, maybe four or five times, and he, yeah, it still goes in a pattern of no, no foreplay, super little, none, repeat. I have a really hard time communicating sexually, and the last time I said something, he he kind of was defeated. I don't know how to come about expressing my emotions about this. I'm a very sexual person, so this is a must change. One point in time, I was resentful about it. Now I have no emotion about it. I still like having sex with him, but I hate being left out of the pleasure all the time. Sorry if this doesn't make sense. I try really hard to word this, but I have a deficiency in writing skills, so it may sound like word vomit. LOL. Much love. Roar the lion. This is
1: the problem with porn, dude. Like they don't there's sh- no
0: foreplay. There's
1: no foreplay, right? It's no. just the chick getting jackhammer like in her face, basically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, you know, and
0: liking it as if that's giving her pleasure.
1: It's making her come.
0: Yeah, it's making her come uncontrollably. Just sucking your dick is making her come. If only. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot wrong with porn, and that being how you learn sex.
1: Oof. No, look, I mean, if your partner wants to connect with you, then that's something that you need to communicate, right? If they care, if they care. Well,
0: she says she's tried.
1: Well, like, that's what I mean. I think that, yeah, it it sounds like that that has happened and there's no movement, so.
0: Yeah, well, it sounds like she said he got kind of defeated when she brought it up, and I get that because there's a lot of pride with men and sex, which is silly because it's like, you have to learn somewhere you know like and each partner is going to be completely different so your best bet is to learn like to take every criticism or like um critique or like suggestion with open arms because like you're a beginner every time
1: you you ever heard hear the game like um one compliment and two truths (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know what i mean where like you can come in maybe a little softer on on it with like hey you know what i like that you do and this. I, you know what I, I don't like is I think it's called a compliment
0: things. sandwich. It's yeah. You, you have, it's actually two compliments and then the this thing in the middle.
1: Boom. Yeah. Do the compliment sandwich.
0: Yeah. So you start with a compliment. Hey, I love your big dick. But. But. Uh, I really have a hard time getting turned on if there's no foreplay. And what I mean by foreplay is I really like kissing, having my neck kissed, some... Um, Um, Touching all over uh, for a good like 10 to 15 minutes and then tell them exactly what you want. I don't know if this is what you're literally describing
1: what you like right now.
0: Yeah. I'm describing (laughs) what I like, but you know, it's not, everyone has different things. You know, some people like getting choked a little bit. I don't. Um, And then
1: I do though. I like her when she chokes me while I'm fucking So
0: it's really, I've, it's really hard to get pleasure out of sex with you, even though I want to have sex with you until we change these things. However... I love having sex with you. Yeah, why not? That's a that's the end of the compliment.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, that's the this needs to you need to draw a line in the sand because obviously the communication has broken down.
0: Yeah, but you need to be very clear. Yes, and make let him know how important it is to you exactly that it's like you're a sexual person. You said and and this is it's almost changing you. You're like, well, I used to feel emotions, but now I'm numb to it. Well, feeling numb is not good either when it comes to passion and romance and relationships like you don't want to just be like well at least i'm not feeling bad anymore you know you want it to be good so you know let him know that it's you know really important to you and you could even start with understanding where he's coming from with his conservative background and all this stuff um but just let him know like hey we're in a sexual relationship now and the sex is not good for me so here's here's how to make it good i don't want it to end i don't want it to be not good i want it to be i want to change it
1: Yeah, and if he, you know, wants to man up and actually man up about it and just like, you know, because obviously he's being sensitive, but he wants to act like he's not being sensitive. Yeah. But to to actually man up is to actually sit down and try to listen to your partner and try to come come at their needs.
0: I think they're scared that they're not going to be, that they're going to try and then still not be good at it.
1: Well, that's that a work in progress then.
0: Maybe it's not that. It's just them.
1: Hey, at least you don't have to live in a delusional fantasy land. Exactly. Where you think you're you're rocking this chick's world you and confront she's walking your fears. away like, fuck this.
0: Exactly. I 1000% agree. Yeah.
1: So, yeah.
0: It's really, it is very, way more manly to own that and to.
1: Yeah. Don't be a complete bitch about it in the other, in the inverse way where yeah. you're not, you're not willing to face the truth. Yeah. You're, you want to hear the lie. Mm-hmm. That's not. No, that's not copacetic. Yeah. Just send him this clip. I think, yeah. think yeah. he will take care of it. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> uh,
1: but no, but hopefully, actually, um, you know, if he cares about you, he will try to fix this and put his own pride aside because that's what he has to do is swallow his own pride.
0: Right. Which is hard. It's very hard. Especially <clears throat> if he's been watching porn and he's like, well, I'm doing everything right. I'm killing it, <laughs> crushing I'm, it. I'm, I'm this, smashing it. There's the wrong with you because all of these girls like it. They so. love it like this.
1: <laughs> Maybe he'll send you a clip in return. He's like, check this girl out. She really likes this.
0: Okay. This next question is titled, my boyfriend took topless photos of another woman.
1: Is he a f- naked Juicy. woman photographer? Maybe he's a... N- Maybe he's a
0: naked woman photographer. Right? He's a penthouse I do, photographer. I have a friend that does boudoir and I I was actually like kind of curious about it. What the fuck's it, boudoir? It is a guy. Um, It's like, you know, sexy picture like black and white like lingerie it's more about the feeling of sexiness rather than like being pornographic about it hey, i'm in like where you're just kind of like you know sultry i'm in and you're like you have your butt in a thong or whatever but it's like like more about the sensual aspect of it not the not the like explicit stop trying to
1: sell me on it i'll never agree
0: okay well my point being is that it's a it was a it's a dude photographer and I so see. I'm like, well, he's so used to doing this. Like, it's not like.
1: But your friend is this person? Yeah. I'll kill
0: him. <laughs> he's great.
1: I'll kill him, dead.
0: No. Um, but yeah, I think he'd be great. And I, I, you would, I mean, anyone's allowed on the set, but a lot of wives do it for their husbands. Like we'll have like take pictures of them for you could their Have husband. his wife do
1: it. What? Have his wife do it.
0: He's not married.
1: Get him married and have his wife Get do it. Get him
0: married. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the actual topic at hand. Um, okay. So here it goes. Hi, Nikki and Steve. I watch a lot of your videos and you two seem like amazing people and very genuine. Thank you so much. Thank you. I feel like I need some unbiased opinions on my relationship. and wanted to see what you guys think. I'm so sorry. This is an insanely long email. Are we ready for an insanely we're, we're long good. email? we okay. I got my water. It does sound juicy. Okay. I've been having a war with myself about my current relationship. I've been with my boyfriend for two years and we are usually very happy, but he's very into social media, which is taking a toll. He takes nature photographs and he has about 11,000 followers on Instagram. When we met, he had about 4,000. I, on the other hand, don't invest much in social media and have well under a thousand followers. I swear I have a point to all this. Okay, there was a time before he and I were official when he invited me on a trip with him and I couldn't go. So he said he was going to invite his quote unquote, hiking buddy. I laughed at that and said something like, sure, you're hiking buddy. That means some other girl, right? Well, it did mean that and not just some (laughs) other girl, Uh, this girl who is about 90 pounds and has huge beach ball, fake tits. And they had been going out on hikes and shit for a while now. She had about 13,000 followers on Instagram. And that was when my boyfriend had 4,000. I only bring up the number of followers because I feel like another factor in him liking her was because she had a lot more followers than him and he was trying to build his Instagram. I couldn't be crazy and tell him that him leaving with her made me feel weird because we weren't officially official. So after the trip, I stalked her IG. I know I'm an idiot. No, this no, is this a is natural very feeling. To
1: very, very normal. And
0: I saw pics of their trip together where she's facing away from his camera. She's completely topless and just in her thong, pretending to tie her hair up. What? This made me feel awful. I've had body image issues since I was like 12 and the fact that he was seeing her huge perfect tits and her perfect skinny toned body, whether they even had sex or not, made me want to never talk to him again out of embarrassment of my own body. I don't think they fooled around because I don't think she was into him at all, but it still makes me feel like if it turns out she decided she did like him, that he dropped me like a hot potato. I try to talk to him about it, but anytime I would bring up social media or his attention to other girls, he tells me I'm being crazy and saying things, saying things that his alcoholic ex-wife who also had huge fake tits used to say, by the way, I obviously don't have fake boobs. I don't judge people who do, but my small saggy tits make me feel disgusting in my boyfriend's eyes because of all the fake tits around him. So because I was so crazy about Instagram in the beginning, I can't calmly bring it up now without triggering him immediately. And it turns into a fight. He currently follows so many quote unquote nature people on Instagram because that's what he photographs. But really, they're just women who take butt photos or topless photos in front of a goddamn mountain. (laughs) He likes all of their pics.
1: That's incredible. This guy found the greatest con in the world fucking nature people and bird watching he's like baby it's bird watching honey
0: okay Uh, it's like some bitch at a like thong on a mountain (laughs) it's like nature people that is funny
1: as fuck nature my ass dude
0: i've told him how it makes me feel and how since i've gained about 25 pounds since i've met him and i'm in the worst shape of my life it makes me feel like he's disappointed that i don't look like that he compliments me all the time and says that he thinks I'm even more beautiful than the day he met me, but don't actions speak louder than words? I know it's just liking photos, but after our talk about how it makes me feel worthless, if he actually cared about me, wouldn't it just be easier to not double tap on a fucking naked photo? I don't even go stalking for it anymore. It just shows up in my discovery feed. And of course, his name is in the likes every time because it shows like who liked the photo if like you're so following them. So good. I've been trying to be more rational about all of that, which is making our relationship a lot more stable. But now in my head, I've started realizing that back when he would go out with his huge tit hiking buddy, he would take tons of candid shots of her, like that topless thong shot and would tag her in everything that they did together. He sometimes posts stuff stuff about us and tags me on his IG. So it's not like I'm a secret, but it dawned on me that he doesn't take many candidates of me. And he certainly doesn't tag me in everything that we've done together. And it's not like. He's trying to spend more time in the moment with me. He literally has his phone out the whole time, taking his nature pics, just none with me in them. I don't even really care about the pictures of myself, but it's making me feel like I'm not good enough or pretty enough for him to feel compelled to take my picture. I'm not exciting enough, I don't have enough followers for him to tag me in everything. He doesn't want to show me off because I'm not good enough or, um, I was the quote unquote backup after it was clear that she wasn't into him. I'm being crazy, right? This is all just insecurity. I think I'm way too much and I'm worried I'll sabotage the relationship. Um, I know that he loves me a lot now and wants to be with me, but all that just sits in the back of my head and occasionally bubbles up and makes me question our relationship altogether. It makes me wonder if he's an opportunist that will leave me when something better comes along. Any insight is appreciated.
1: Well, there's a couple of games here, unfortunately, right? Yes. Like in social media, the game is you take pictures with people and then they tag you, you tag them, you like their photos, you try to work the algorithm a little bit. Even if you
0: don't really like them,
1: it's a fact.
0: A lot of people don't like each other and they're in each other's pictures.
1: A lot. And a lot of people are liking each other's pictures and commenting on each other's shit even, even though they though hate each other. They hate each other, yeah. It's just a thing, unfortunately. It really
0: is. We've seen all of the dark side of it.
1: And so because he's in this space and he's trying to grow his shit, I can understand why he's liking everyone's shit. I can also completely understand your completely rational point of view. Yes, there's some security yeah. in there, of course. You, you even talked about that. But you have a very rational point of view. Like I don't go liking all my friends' bikini shots and all this shit. I think that's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And, and I have a lot of friends who are women, but I don't go hang out with them at a restaurant or anything like that alone, just me and them. Yeah. And I'm not like liking all their fucking pictures and shit. Plus
0: they don't have a crossover audience, okay? So nature photography followers aren't the same audience that are following these girls. Right. So it doesn't really make sense for him to consider that a collaboration or a networking thing. In my mind. In um, your
1: mind. But, yeah. but however, it seems to be working for the nature uh, topless people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, which is fine. So like, it's all I long think good. that
0: Okay. So maybe I'm wrong, but the only, I don't see a lot of followers that uh, that the girl would tag him in, f- going over to his page and then following him.
1: No question. But but could, he could be naive to that point. Yeah. Uh, you know, he he doesn't know.
0: Well, his Instagram has grown. Yeah. So you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should suck a dick.
1: You know what I'm saying? You I know? think you should. I think I know exactly where, where okay. you should. Yeah. So this we'll is a second
0: question it. I brought up: sucking dick. By <laughs> the way.
1: <laughs> see, it's all, see, see. this is how you work them into a mood. <laughs> uh, no, but but that. So you got to consider that in first. Right? Just because there's a layer to this that maybe you didn't think about, yeah. however, now that you have it all on the table, still doesn't make it cool if he's gonna be skiezing on checks is what you think,
0: yeah. And I also feel like it's hard because you want to go by just logic alone, right? Because, like, there's no proof of any foul play or anything or like, you know, your boyfriend can reassure you, but I don't know, there's a balance between that and like your intuition and your gut instinct because for example, and I shared, I think I might've, sh- I shared the story on Patreon for sure, but um, I found a pair of red underwear, a red thong, mind but you, that's a fact. in our dryer.
1: Zoom in on me, Mark, zoom in. <laughs>
0: well your your camera's off my camera's off (laughs) um okay in our dryer we don't share we don't go drew our clothes in the community laundry anymore all right and i didn't even think twice about it i I was like these are my underwear and i threw them away and then later i thought about like like maybe days later i was like oh that's weird because like any other boyfriend i've had I would have been down their fucking throat about these red (laughs) underwear because they did shady shit. Like I found shady shit. They did shady shit. Just give me a little bit of it. Even when I found like shady shit, like what you're talking about, where they're like, it's like, you know, borderline where they're liking people's photos. But I can't really get mad at them for that. I found more shit because there was like this gut feeling, this like deeper thing where I, they ended up cheating on me. So like, and I'm not saying he's going to cheat on you and I'm not saying that this is the same thing, but I'm just saying that you have to like tune in and you
1: trust your gut a little bit.
0: And like, yeah, you know, don't act irrational, but like be aware and cautious if that if your gut is getting sinking feelings every time you bring it up or you guys have an argument Um, because I think it says a lot. Like I have... I have zero trust. This is the first relationship. I'd say the first serious relationship where I have had zero trust issues. Zero. Correct. Same. I, I, he could, seriously, he could go spend the night with five naked, beautiful women in yes. a cabin and I would have zero trust issues about with that happening. Beach ball fake titties? I would question titties? like why he would want to go to that. Right. And if he had a really good answer, then I'd be like, okay, it's fine.
1: We're doing a beach ball fake titty <laughs> Beach night. ball fake
0: titty, skinny. Yep people in same I've had body issues so I get how that could be a thing um one of the ex-boyfriends that shall not be named uh was like I I he logged into his myspace this is how long ago I had fucking boyfriends um he logged into his myspace from my computer and I, he didn't log out and so when I went to use my computer it was logged in in his profile So you know, I had already been feeling weird things about him. He was like not returning phone calls or texts regularly. He was canceling on me last minute for things. So there was like suspicions, but nothing like I could bring up and like cause an argument over. Um, So then I I just wanted to see, and it's shitty. Like you shouldn't have these feelings. If you're having enough feelings to go to want to look through people's messages, then you shouldn't be with that person. I should tell you right away. But I wanted to know. And I went through his messages and sure enough, there's some girl who looks exactly like me, but like the 20 times hotter version. Like she's younger, she's skinnier, she's got big boobs and a big butt and she's beautiful. Like she looks like a freaking model. And he's messaging her. Can you send, me a, can you send me a picture of this? Person? I cannot. Okay. And he's messaging her and saying like all these times where his girlfriend's not going to be around, And he's like making himself sound super cool, talking about his roommates. He lived with his mom, (laughs) okay? Talking about how his roommate's not gonna be home on whatever day. I'm like, what the fuck, right? And so like before, when I would bring up certain things, he would always brush it off, but then I found that. And like, yeah, it did make me feel really insecure because I was like, why am I not enough? Why does he never message me like that? Or like, you know, talk about like, Wanting to hang out with me. He was trying to hang out with this girl and he was constantly like not wanting to hang out with me. So I get that and I'm just saying I don't want to tell you the wrong advice because part of me is like, hey, you know, this is all business, like he's liking photos, it's a social game, you know. Um, but then I don't know, you know? Well,
1: look, here's the thing. I just wanted to give all that information so that you can fully assess the situation, which I think is important to do. Um If you're, if you have, if there's something that makes you uncomfortable, and you tell your dude about it, and he can't take that off the table by not,
0: yeah, that's the thing. all over these
1: chicks, like on their pictures and stuff. Like, just
0: don't like. Why can't he not like naked photos of people?
1: For real, that's That's, all. Like, if I wanted to
0: hurt your feelings,
1: if I wanted to. fill my office up with posters of like pamela anderson and and baywatch and shit that'd be fucking weird
0: well it wouldn't be weird unless i was like hey that makes me kind of uncomfortable and then you still chose to put them up
1: exactly you know
0: that's that's the weird part because if it was like oh yeah he's like ironically a pam anderson fan or whatever so it's like it's funny you've done shit like that before like bang bus videos you know like it's that's nothing but like if i was seriously like hey this really hurts my feelings um Cause I looked nothing like her and it seems like you're actually very attracted to her. Uh, yeah. And then you still chose to keep them up. It's just, it's like a respect thing. It's like a, you're not compromising in the relationship on something that's really easy to compromise yeah, and,
1: on. you know, and even if like, for example, and this is a, a perfect example I remember I was, I used to do this Christmas prank video every year. And i did it with this chick that we we found from casting right yeah and i remember it was our first year together and i, I had done it with her two years in a row mm-hmm. so I was, I was booking her well you had
0: done her one year previous
1: oh right one year previous mm-hmm. but i was booking her again because I, I had actually done three videos with her yeah
0: she was in the other prank videos that i didn't want to do yes yeah
1: and every time that you didn't want to do one it was perfect right because yeah. i'm like okay well she'll do so it so she got that oh. girl yeah and so then um you voiced like, why wouldn't you have me do the Christmas video? Yeah, because with you?
0: I specifically didn't want to do this one prank where it's like a Santa shits herself thing. <laughs> like, <and laughs> I didn't want to do it. I just didn't want to do it. And um, you didn't
1: want to be portrayed as a woman who shits her, her shits herself.
0: I just personally did. It didn't find any joy uh, from that. I also get really uncomfortable with pranks. Yeah, I, I, know. I know. Like. You can, add, any prank video I've been in with him, I just got, I was really uncomfortable. I don't like people getting upset. And so, this
1: is a great video. It, it, fine.
0: Yeah. Me, it's a
1: great video. Classic. It's, it's
0: fun. It's great. No, don't get me wrong. I am not against the video. I, I just didn't want to be in it. Like I'm at arm's length from it. I can watch it from behind the screen, but I don't want to be the person. Yeah. I'm way too uncomfortable with it. I just don't think I could do it. Um, And so he, I felt like you were kind of annoyed at me. And then, um. Because at the time, no, you kept telling me all the the opportunity that I was missing out on that, that, you know, the video. And so you got her to do it and everything was fine. And then the the next video was the Christmas video. And you asked her instead of me, like directly, instead of asking me first, like the Santa poops herself video, you asked her directly. But the Christmas one was, I thought that would be fun. Right. And so I would have done that one. And so you're like, oh, okay, well, sorry, I didn't know. And then the next year you asked her again. And that's when I was upset about it because I had already expressed that I would have liked to be in that video. Well, and
1: I was maybe overcompensating for the fact that you told me that you don't like being in prank videos because it makes people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And so I knew that that video is one where we're definitely like <laughs> fucking get, getting these kids pretty good.
0: Right. So I guess there's a difference in my head because the one on the street is like random people on the street coming up sure, to you. Sure, and sure. it's also a thing where guys are hitting on me.
1: Yeah. I
0: don't like that. It makes me really uncomfortable when guys hit on me. I so I like it's different so the other one and sexual i respect that yeah totally but this the christmas one was not sexual no guys are hitting on me the kids are voluntarily coming to the thing their parents are voluntarily putting them there so it was completely different but i get how you your mind worked on that
1: yeah i just was like i won't ask her and put her in uncomfortable like oh, I should do this for my boy, boy yeah. kind of thing.
0: Yeah, so I got kind of like, yeah, I got kind of upset about and, it. But then you told and me I, about it. And I started thinking like, maybe you just like her better.
1: Right. In and the then, videos. Right. And that was not true. And yeah. so then, um, and I liked her too. She was great. She was always awesome. Um, yeah name is really, yeah she's really great lovely there was nothing against person. her at all but yeah um but the point is is that once you hit me with that knowledge i was like oh shit okay that yeah, makes sense
0: the adjustments But
1: we had to find that adjustment mm-hmm. and but if yeah. you don't
0: find the adjustment if you continue doing the thing that hurts the person over and over and over again like it sounds like your boyfriend's doing yeah then that's where you have a problem because that's not fair like it's both people should feel very safe and comfortable and secure in their relationship. And both people should be doing everything they can to make their partner feel that way. And if there's something first and foremost, yeah, first and foremost, that's the key you're you should be number one priority. And if you don't feel that way, then yeah, I don't think that it's great. I think that maybe he will leave you for a better opportunity, you know, if he's not willing to like actually make you a top priority.
1: Yeah. Maybe you're, maybe that's a warning sign for you. Yeah. Right. But this is a complicated one.
0: It's complicated because no I don't know him and I don't know his side or the background or anything. And it could just be, you know, like I have friends that spin everything, but it sounds like you're pretty lot, you like you have you're, a good you're grounding. you good points.
1: Just make sure he he understands where you're coming from. If you want to just, and if you can't deal with it anymore, I think that that's kind of your And answer. when you
0: bring it up, just bring it up neutrally. Just don't don't try to be as unemotional as possible and just stick to the facts of what,
1: why you feel what this hurts way.
0: you and and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. And don't accuse anyone of anything. Just like bring up what has happened and why it hurt.
1: And, and what can we do about it? And
0: what we could do about it. Exactly. So it's productive. And on that note, we are going to take a break. But when we come back, more juicy questions, which you can submit to podcast at NikkiDoling.
1: And yeah, uh, you can also submit crypto questions anytime you want. The, the expert is here. The okay, expert is and waiting. to our app. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price,
0: price priceline. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Listen, we're on
1: break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts.
0: Like we're not desperate, we're like kinda
1: desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So Huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut.
0: Back to our podcast. Jenny hey, Back to our podcast. Tuscany, and back Florida. to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven.
1: Cute. Thank you for supporting us,
0: <laughs> And we're back. So far, no calls for the Crypto King have come in yet. That's weird. The expert is in. Yeah.
1: And we're waiting for your calls. Waiting for the calls. Waiting for your calls and your messages as well.
0: Okay. Well, we'll keep waiting. But what a great
1: opportunity to have expert finally on the show. And then, you you know, so we'll we'll be waiting on standby.
0: You know, part of our Patreon does have a crypto corner where the expert is live, like, at least once a week.
1: It's not enough, you know? It's just not enough.
0: Okay. Well, while we're waiting for the calls, we have another question. Um, This one is called, COVID wedding, please help before August. Well, luckily, we. I'm reading the questions hey, before that? August. Hell yeah. Okay, we'll see if we can help, though. Hi, Nikki and Steve. Compliments. You guys are really awesome and hilarious, and I look, really look at the two of you as role models for a healthy, happy marriage. You guys literally crack me up all the time that I have, I have favorite episodes I listen to on repeat. Oh, Whoa, yeah. That's awesome. Mom, I love that. Thank you so much. I wonder what they are.
1: Yeah, um, for real. What are they?
0: I feel like it's like the Nick Cage episode.
1: Follow up. <laughs> People love the Nick Cage episode.
0: Okay, so let's hop into it. I have a wedding slash family slash setting boundaries question. Ooh, juicy. I had my wedding planned for July, 2020, right during the pandemic. So yeah, that messed things up. Marriage is very important to me. So my fiance now husband, Ooh, they got married already. Wow. And I decided to tie the knot with just our immediate family at our church and hold off on the big party with our friends and family until after the pandemic was over. Well, now we finally have a chance to have our party and I'm so excited and happy. Here's the thing. When I was originally planning the wedding, it was literally the most stressful and disappointing experience ever. Oh my God, I can relate. I hate to sound dramatic or ungrateful, but I was completely overwhelmed by unwanted opinions, pressure, and expectations from others, especially my mom and close family members. And even on the day of our wedding, even though I was so happy to marry the guy of my dreams, I couldn't feel completely happy because certain people there were visibly upset about some of the choices we made. What the fuck? Oh, I hate that. It took a long time before I could look at our photos or hear about weddings without wanting to cry since I felt so stressed and unsupported during my wedding planning. Oh God, God, if you've never planned a wedding, it's, you can watch my videos about it, but it's honestly a living hell, especially if you're not one of those people that have like dreamed of a wedding all your life, you know?
1: Look, unless you got sizzlers to go, (laughs) I, I don't think anyone has a right to bitch about anything. Yeah. But if you S- got those scissors to go, to go yeah, I then think, you're set. Uh, you're yeah. all set.
0: You have nothing to bitch about. Yeah. N-
1: okay. Nah.
0: Now that I'm married, out of my family home, and been living the life with my husband, I feel so much more excited about planning our party. But there's family members who are trying to pressure me again to do things a certain way, or they're trying to downplay the importance of our day. Like since we already got married by the church, and it's been so long over a year, it doesn't matter anymore. What are some
1: what the hell are they talking about? What doesn't matter?
0: The because they're not celebrating the actual day of them getting married. Nobody wants to go to a party. Exactly, but I've no. I've heard of this happening though. Although I think there could be some a, a adjustments for um, a COVID, like a pandemic. I mean, I think that's excusable. But usually, when people say they're going to do a party later,
1: literally no one cares. And but hasn't everybody not gone to parties like two years, and everyone can't wait to go to That's what party? I'm saying. That's where this I'm is at. the
0: where I would make an exception. What the hell are people talking is that, about? Like it was a pandemic. There was certain criteria that's different than the norm. Um,
1: Look, my little brother got married in a courthouse. Yeah. And he basically shotgun wedding that shit. I mean, they weren't like pregnant or anything, but he was going in the military and and she's like, you'll marry my ass. Yeah. And so he goes and he gets married, right?
0: And he went to claim jumper.
1: He went to claim jumpers afterwards. <laughs> and th- he told me, this is like six years ago now, but he's like, yeah, man, I don't know, this is there more. Was like nine it was like years nine years ago. ago. Holy shit. But he's like, Yeah, like, we'll do a party later, like, you know, later on. Usually it never happens. Never happens. Usually when they get married
0: privately and they go, oh, yeah, we'll do a party later with friends. It never never fucking
1: happens. But if he hit me up with an invitation tomorrow, he's like, yo, we're doing this shit. I would be stoked.
0: I would be stoked. But I understand the like, you got married. I'm used to you guys being married for nine years now. So it's kind of harder to be like. Yay! You got. You, I no wish way. you well in your marriage. No way. I'm
1: buying them a blender. <laughs>
0: but I would make an exception for COVID because literally no one got to see you become a married couple except for your immediate family. Like you had didn't have a choice. Exactly. I don't know. It's different. Um. Okay. So, what are some tips you have four years after your wedding, on how to ignore unwanted opinions? Oh, wait, it's been four. It's been four years. No, no. It's, oh, four years after our wedding. Oh, got it. Okay. What or some tips you have four years after your wedding on how to ignore unwanted opinions and to help help keep that day special even if it's just special to me and my husband? I'd love to hear your advice. This is a great question because it. I really did have to have a little pep talk to myself before the the wedding started that I wasn't gonna. Because you cold feet. Yeah, I was like, you you can do this. He's he's good. No, he's a good guy. No, he's he's a really good. Guy and i'm picking my nose (laughs) cut to me picking
1: my nose picking my butt crack
0: no because um my mom wasn't crazy but there were some other people that i was just worried about and i also i i invited youtubers and some of them had drama and i tried to like separate the drama but that caused more drama because (laughs) um like some of the people that weren't invited because i was i invited people they had drama with uh so I, I, you know, I could only pick one yeah. of the two because I didn't warning, want a bunch of drums. Yeah, I like they got mad later that they weren't invited. You know, it was well just they, should a lot. Just a lot. they should have been more popular. than they
1: should have been more popular.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we only invited really that's,
1: what, that's very that's popular it. people. You looked at your sub count. No,
0: um, yeah, we, and then it grew our Instagrams. So just like the nature photographer. <laughs> oh
1: yeah,
0: happens. oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh, no, but I, I had a. a Conversation with myself, basically, like it doesn't matter what anyone thinks. This day is meant to be fun and to celebrate love. And when I as when I see Steve's face, that's all I'm going to think about. Like I just decided beforehand. I think you just have to make a decision beforehand that when you see your husband's face, no one's allowed to enter this this room. No one's anyone's shitty opinion. You just go, oh yeah, and then you just continue. Yeah. It's like you, why didn't why didn't you get I told you to get blue balloons. Why didn't, why did you get red balloons? Oh yeah. I like blue.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: like, it really doesn't matter what their opinion is. You just go, oh yeah, I thought about it, but then I did the other thing.
1: Yeah. And it's up to you.
0: Yeah. And uh, like, and then just like, Hey, the music's really good. Huh?
1: Dude, we had a fucking ice sculptor, dude. We, we had, yeah, we like, had it all going yeah, on. We had a, we had a whole open we going on. We had a banger, bar. a banger event.
0: It was great. We had five signature drinks.
1: We had a sword swallower.
0: (laughs) We didn't have a sword swallower.
1: We had fire fire eaters.
0: Yeah, we barely I barely did anything though. Like, as far as weddings go i had no idea how to plan one i had no idea what was even involved my wedding was the first wedding i'd ever been to and i was surprised and so i had no expectations i think that's what's hard for people is that there's expectations what are, what's so funny i'm
1: just picturing some guy gagging on a sword in the middle of our wedding and everyone being like what the <laughs> fuck is this <laughs> sorry
0: well i did have one of the maids bridesmaids on the floor giving a speech
1: that was classic. Uh,
0: she was very drunk. A classic and she moment. Couldn't stand any longer, so two sentences into her speech, she just squatted on the floor and <laughs> gave
1: the rest of her speech. It was like, um, <laughs>
0: and she couldn't find her place. She kept missing her place, and she kept having to go back.
1: <laughs> it was like that moment in the movie Iron Man with with Robert Downey Jr. where he like he just comes back from Afghanistan and he's like, hey, let's let's take it down, and and then he sits on the ground but with no charisma. <laughs> imagine that scene but with no a very
0: niche reference well
1: i think it's a very popular film actually it kickstarted that, the entire mcu scene? i'll have you know that scene yeah okay very cool. famous cool. Scene. but
0: yeah you just have to remember that um that it doesn't really matter it doesn't really matter what's the most important thing to you is the love and the celebrating the party And anyone that's going to complain about that maybe just doesn't like to have a party. Maybe they have their own things going on because people that people tend to project their own insecurities onto people. like they'll judge something because they didn't throw the right thing at their wedding or whatever. And they wish they could make it up. And then they wish that you did it to make it up for them not doing it. Yeah. You know? And it's not your responsibility. Like, you're you, you are not responsible for other people's opinions and emotions. Or their ego. At your party. At your wedding. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you for
0: coming to my TED Talk. There you go. Hope that helped. But seriously, I'm so happy that you i have found love and that you're with your... That's the best thing. That like you're with an awesome partner.
1: I got a buddy who's not going to do it. Not going to do what? Not going to do like a banger wedding.
0: Why? Oh Who cares?
1: No. Huh? It's just a disappointment. I want to go to another banger wedding.
0: Oh, because you want to go to the wedding. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's tight when other people are paying for a banger wedding. I fucking love it. (laughs) Yeah. That's the only thing is weddings are expensive. I had no idea because, again, never had been to one. And uh, I thought that like $10,000 was extreme, but it was actually considered an ultra low budget wedding. And I was like, wow, that's crazy that people spend that much on like a party. That's kind of insane to me but you know what if it's something that you've been dreaming of cool um i think you're doing it right though so here's another question what should i do about my friend hmm i don't know what's what's up with your friend hi nikki my name is natalie with two e's just in case anyone was thinking she wanted to stay anonymous no she's gonna tell you exactly how to spell her name Wait, what
1: the fuck how do you do two e's and natalie
0: like that Natalie.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen no that. No eyes. Never seen that. Natalie. Truly unique.
0: I've been knowing you through YouTube since I was young. I don't remember how or when, but it's pretty cool you're still here. I'm still here.
1: Hanging on. <laughs> Hanging on. Join the Patreon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say I've been listening to your podcast since last year and that I like you and Steve. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. I made a draft of this a long time ago because I felt like I don't know I'm wasting your time to not write about an issue I have and I'm desperate now to ask from for help from a good person from what I've seen on JK from you so here I go I have a friend she's Nigerian I include that because we're all just so different and have different backgrounds and cultures and beliefs and all that and you know being from a different country than others makes us do and believe in other stuff that other countries do not coincide with so our friendship grew closer in our junior or senior year of high school and we have that we are both christ's believers family oriented and i don't know girl shit in common and you know because of covid like what's happened to millions of people around the world she from what she tells me and how i feel and see and know she's dug herself a huge deep big lonely hole Mm -hmm. i mean hell i'm trying to deal with loneliness and keeping hope and patience but this is not this is about her not me I'm I'm sure if she struggles if she I'm not sure if she struggles with sleep now. I've pers- purposely stopped talking to her as often as I did because I wanted to see how long it would take her to message me or call me. I sometimes do that to test a person. A, oh. a woman thing or maybe just a me thing but I can't recall her calling or texting me last time I did that I think her sleeping is shit she told me she goes to sleep at 4, 8 or fucking 1pm in the day it stresses me out that I have a friend that's not getting fucking sleep I've been worried for her when she told me this since last year she never goes out except Sunday church and I've just become the friend who feels pity for her. And I've been thinking for a long while to cut it off with her because I shouldn't feel pity for a friend, at least not in this way. I've tried and I've gotten on to her and tell her that she needs to get her shit together for a long time now, but does she, but does she, has she? No. I mean, fuck, I haven't really talked to her because I don't know. I'm trying to be better myself after a four month relationship I had, I'm reading You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero, that's a great book. Um, You know, that famous yellow self-help book. And the chapter that stood out the most to me so far is the one where, where we are all mirrors of each other. I've always had trouble standing up for myself. She's also spoke of that, and I guess my question is, should I sit down and talk to her and give her tough love? I would offer taking her out and taking her where I go. I mean, she lives 25 minutes away from me as long as she picks up the bill sometime or do I just not take this friendship too seriously? I had a quote-unquote best friend in high school and I ended things off with her or maybe she with me. I don't know because she never came to me. I told myself that I wouldn't end a friendship again for that same reason because I believed what my mom told me and that was that I took took a relationship is that I took that relationship as a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, but I asked my sister about it, and she said I didn't. And of course, I'm, <laughs> the reason I would be afraid of giving her deaf love is because I'm afraid of being a friendless 18-year-old. I only have her and Alyssa, but I also blocked her too because none of them reaches out to me first. If you find this a read on the podcast, I'd be happy you got to the end. Big fan, and I wish y'all the best. God bless y'all. Okay, wow. Um, clearly, I don't know what the problem is. Okay, she's she's, she's very 18. got a
1: depressed friend.
0: Yeah, well, she's taking it personally.
1: Right, but it's yeah. weird.
0: <laughs> well, that let's, it's weird because we're grown and she's still young. Right. Um. So you're very young, and maybe haven't dealt with a lot of people, and um, it's not really that she's from a different country. It's that she has depression, and yeah,
1: you're, and you're taking responsibility for her shit, and you don't need to. And
0: it's not your responsibility. No um i also don't think that telling her off or telling her to get her shit together is gonna help that's not god it's definitely not gonna help what what she needs and if you truly want to keep this person as a friend and by the way you're welcome to cut it off if that's just something that you can't handle in your life and you're just like hey i just need friends that are positive energy and i just i'm just not it's just this relationship doesn't mean that much to me then for sure cut it off but let her know that like hey like i value you as a person and if you you know if you need me, I'm here. But like if you want to be a true friend, just let them know that you that you're there for support. Like that That's it. That if they you know, check in on them from time to time, but that like, hey, like, I'm here if you need me.
1: Be a sounding board if they need that. Don't be Dr. Phil.
0: And I don't think you should need to test your friends too. Like I you mentioned this test where it's like, I'll test them to see if they message me first. I don't really think you need that. If it's a true friendship, you don't care. Like you, yeah, it's if it's a true, true friendship, you feel supported, they feel supportive. There's lots of trust there. And it doesn't matter who, I don't really keep tabs on who messages who first in my friendships because they're just there. They exist. And I know that at any time I could call any one of my friends and they'll pick up the phone or they'll call me back later. Um, yeah. And that's all you should have. Like, I think maybe you have, too high of expectations of people and maybe they don't know that and maybe they, they don't know that that's what you need in a friendship, that you need people to reach out to you.
1: But I think like she said, sometimes she treats friendships like they're a significant other and I, I don't think that... I think she puts way too much pressure on a friendship. Too much weight, yeah. Way too much weight on it. Yeah, yeah. It's unnecessitato, as they say.
0: Friendships are... People are going through different things in their lives all the time. Like they're going through different waves. Of, I mean, you said yourself you're getting through a, a relationship and so... We all deal with those things in different ways. We have different coping mechanisms. And for you, it's like, oh, you want to reach out to people and hang out with them. And for her, it may be just like she needs a lot of alone time. Or maybe she needs a therapist. You know, maybe she needs some some more help than that.
1: We got friends who are complete fucking shut-ins.
0: Totally. And
1: if we were just to go have an intervention with them about their lifestyle, that'd be super awkward and weird and wrong of us.
0: I also have gamer friends that go to bed at 1 p.m., and they make tons of money because that's their schedule. You know, it can seem lazy to other people because maybe you don't other people know wake the up, inner workings. Yeah, you don't know like what their their schedule is like and their structure is like. But yeah, I mean, she it, could
1: be writing the next great American novel for all we know. It's
0: okay to be worried about your friend, but I it worries me when you get ang you turn the worry into anger
1: or resentment.
0: Yeah, or resentment because that's not really fair to your friend. Um, so if you do have a sit down confrontation, like you were talking about, cause you said, you said that you never stand up for yourself. I wouldn't really come at it as you standing up for yourself, but rather just having a conversation like, Hey, what's up? You know, like what's going on in your life? You know, I feel that, I feel like we were friends. We we're really close. And then now we're not that close. And what's up?
1: Yeah. Don't, don't make it an unhealthy friendship. Yeah, You
0: don't need to lecture her or anything or tell her to, that she needs to do X, Y, Z, like just, it's a mutual thing. It's like.
1: Maybe she's felt pressure from you in the past and she's distancing herself too. Like you just don't know. That's
0: true. That could happen. That's,
1: you know, you have to also think maybe I'm contributing to this problem sometimes and not just like, what's up with my friend? Weird.
0: Yeah. And this isn't to come down on you. I think that a lot of us, we all go through learning curves of, relationships and friendships
1: and people and Dude, there's so much to navigate nobody really knows what the hell's going no, on that's what we're talking about earlier in the show but the, that's, that's but the your whole thing The best
0: shot is communication and understanding trying yeah. to understand where the other person's coming from
1: exactly and putting yourself in their shoes a little bit and
0: then also understanding what your needs are and if they don't match if you have needs and they're not meeting them or they have needs and you're not meeting them fit in maybe it's not it's not the best fit and that's okay it's okay to not have a good the, the best fit then you know like okay well that's as far as that relationship's going to go. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. God bless you.
1: But I do know one thing in Nigeria, they do hang out in, inside all day. Oh. So mm-hmm. there you go. So it's a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing.
0: <laughs> He's fucking with you guys if, if you're <laughs> listening and you don't understand. Um, okay. Do we have time for one more question? I think we do. We have time for one more question. Okay. This one's titled, My Brother's Keeper. Compliments first. You guys are the need needs. Wait, the need knees. I think it it should have been bees, bee's knees, knees, but it yeah. got autocorrected.
1: Oh, so that's, mobile, mobile oh. does that.
0: You guys are the bees knees, legs and his elbows. Eminem reference. <laughs> OK, now for the. Yeah, definitely wasn't need knees then. OK, now for the tricky question. My older brother has been living with my wife, two kids and I for about six months and living with my dad for about two years before that. He went through a divorce and then a house fire that had him on a ventilator for a few weeks. Holy and shit. he's been very depressed since. My dad and I have been trying to do everything we can to, build, to help him get back up and he will not seek counseling of any kind. I'm very close to him and I want to see him better but he's kind of wearing out his welcome because he just bums around the house like Eeyore all day and I know as soon as he gets out on his own he's going to get back into heavy drinking again. He's 36 and most of his young adult life he lived in his ex in-law's basement and never worked. Now he thinks it's quote too too late for him to be anything so why try unquote. Holy shit. Oh you have an uncle like that.
1: I have a couple he's uncles much like that.
0: older <laughs> but um yeah what do you th- what do you say to that
1: uh well you if he's staying in your place el fribo yep what you got to do is make therapy contingent on him remaining in your rules. place ground rules yep you have to have boundaries and you have to have rules because otherwise they will become like a teenager that just doesn't give a shit
0: and he has an addict personality if he was an alcoholic then he still has those tendencies of where you're you're enabling him to not ever do anything to not go to therapy to not get a job to not do anything by yeah. not setting those ground rules, you're handing it all to him by giving him money or giving him everything for free and i understand like this is kind of hard to be like yo you got a divorce and a house fire and you're on a ventilator and now you got to do what i say but
1: that's not why though it's that's the second not part why. the second part's why yeah. The cause sucks and I feel horrible for the guy. Totally. But the reality, the second part, the way that he's dealing with it is the part that I have a problem with. Right. So he's not dealing with it mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Doesn't want to face it, doesn't want to look at it, wants it to just go away, wants to drink it away. Mm-hmm. Because of that, and because he's staying in my house, he has to go to therapy. That's number one rule now. That's mm-hmm. that's coming in tonight. Okay. You have to go to therapy. Absolutely you must. Yeah. Okay. We'll figure out how, I don't know how he's going to pay for it. We'll figure out how to pay for it. There are places you can go to. Yeah. Um, Rule number two is we are going to try to get you doing something productive Mm -hmm. with your life,
0: even if it's just little things. Whatever it is. Yeah. But he's like, he's cleaning up a routine
1: after himself. Mm -hmm. He's like helping out around the house. Mm -hmm. Like all the things that I think are are steady foundations to, Making someone feel self worth to again. contributing exactly yeah,
0: exactly, um, and he, I know that you're worried that like okay well what if he doesn't and then he leaves and then he just becomes an alcoholic and then you'll feel like some sort of guilt or responsibility for that that's but on that's him. not on you that's on him yeah
1: and if he's already got that demon anyway then that's you know that's extra pressure on yourself if you think that you're gonna you know push him towards it
0: exactly you're giving the most that you can and that's all you can do. And in return, you just have ground rules. And that's it. And it's not ground rules to control him. It's ground rules to help him.
1: And by the way, he should be thanking you just about every day. Absolutely. Just about every single day. Making you feel real special about, um, you know, the help that you're giving him. Um, And obviously, he's not doing that as well. So it's just a lot of, there's like a lack of gratitude. There's a lack of self-responsibility, lack of respect. And the only way you get him on the path is to get him help.
0: Yeah, because continuing on this path is just him... Going into old age, feeling like he can't, he's dependent on was, everybody. I
1: missed my shot.
0: Yeah. Like 36 is still young. Like he, he does, has not missed his shot. So many people don't even start their careers till 40. Like there's so many stories of people who are, who are uber successful that didn't even start till 40.
1: Dude, uh, dude, the NFL draft was last month, right? Yeah. Or two months ago now. But there's people who worked their entire lives to get on a, on a National Football League team. And they didn't get the call. And now this is the, ph- the, f- the phase of life where they basically have to figure out what they're going to do with themselves. Yeah, you can't because not do anything. It was all in on football and now they don't have that and they, they have to find another path. And that's just life sometimes.
0: There's a lot of life to live. Like you think, oh shit, I'm so old. You know, I haven't done anything yet. But like you're 36, average life expectancy for you is 70 something, maybe 80 something now. Um, that's 50 36. more years you got 50 more years. That's a lot of life. You're just going to twiddle your thumbs for 50 years. You know, like that's, you got to get that in his head. Like there's a lot more life and you're going to figure out what to do with it. Cause you can't just sit here the entire 50 years.
1: Exactly. And there's, you know, he'll find, he'll hopefully getting him therapy will be the, the start of the ignition for him getting the help that he needs. I mean, you have a brother who was in a similar situation. Yes. Like, com- it seemed pretty bleak, pretty dire. And he turned his whole fucking life around. Yeah. So, I just think that, that there is hope out there. There are people who, who do it every day.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And he's so happy now. So that happy. That happened.
1: It's night and day.
0: And I don't know if he would have turned his life around if, and, you know, like, people didn't confront him and stop enabling, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. I mean... Good luck to you. I know it's a really hard conversation to have. I do not envy you, but it's a necessary conversation. So.
1: you got to get your life back too. Yeah. That's, that's all. And you, you know, doing this the right way, I think will help and you'll feel good about it afterward. You really will.
0: Mm-hmm. But you're not responsible for the outcome.
1: No. If he wants to storm out into the night and go party or whatever, you, that's not in your control. You're just trying to stick up for yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. and
1: really just are to stick up for him and that's all
0: but again we are not experts so no. everybody that submitted questions thank you so much for submitting your questions if you have a question again you can submit it to podcast at nikki.limo and um, once again
1: I am indeed a cryptocurrency expert you are welcome to I mean you want to maybe refresh the email real quick see, see if we got uh, anything yeah sure because um, yeah we we have an expert finally like real mm. an expert standing by So no no, questions. no Nothing? new wow. emails yeah, okay, no. okay. Hmm. wow
0: yeah, okay. I mean it's full internet, full service. Okay. Yeah, I don't, all, I don't know. all the bars? Yeah, all the bars are there. Wow, powerful,
1: a powerful statement. Okay. Wow. Yeah.
0: So maybe they are just get um, delay. maybe they put Nikki dot Lime.
1: That's probably what it of, was. Them.
0: Yeah, a lot of people probably uh, did that.
1: Silly people, come on. Get it you gotta right, get that guys. Email out get there, it guys. right, Boy.
0: so we could answer all the crypto Boy, questions. Boy, you wasted my time
1: today. <laughs> it's fine.
0: Silly it's people no out there. Um, it's completely fine. I hope that helps some people out there, and thank you so much for the compliments. That's so sweet of you. Uh, we'd say it in jest that like, we like compliments, but, but like you guys actually like follow oh, through on that. And that's like amazing. So thank you for those. That's sweet. Um, and then if you want, if you want to subscribe, you can you can do that, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.